710 ESPN and Soccer Weekly will never forget the legend, the icon, the dad, the football aficionado, Kobe Bryant. Did you have some kind of a football hero? Yeah, absolutely. That guy is good. It was Marco Van Basten. You too? Yeah, because I grew up a huge AC Milan fan. That was my team. Before the Mamba became one of the world's biggest stars, he grew up loving the beautiful game of football. I'm a, I'm a fan of the sport, so you know, I want to see the sport take off in America. I think it's a beautiful game, beautiful game. On this Soccer Weekly special, we celebrate the life of the Mamba. Appreciating all this, you know, the journey that we've been on. You know, we've been through our ups and been through our downs. And uh, I think the most important part is that we all stay together throughout. Now join Dave Denholm as we remember Kobe Bryant. You know, when I hear that open, honestly, I am very sad, but also very happy to talk about Kobe Bryant as a true soccer fan here and member, remember the legend. Sorry about that. Adam. That was a uh, obviously very telling that Kobe knew the game and loved the beautiful game. He respected the beautiful game. This is Soccer Weekly. I am Dave Dunholm here on 710 ESPN. And I just want to share with you some thoughts about my interactions with Kobe over the years. It's been a tough week, obviously, but it does help. It helps me to share. It helps me to hear other people share stories about Kobe Bryant. And I, I did get a chance to cover him. I was blessed to cover Kobe with the Lakers for a number of years in the locker room with him night after night. And I really obviously now cherish that time. You don't think about it that way unfortunately, until something like this happens. But he did. He truly respected the beautiful game. He was a fan of football when, you know, and I got to say it, this is one of the things that really made a difference to me as a guy who came into L.A. just as Kobe Bryant was really breaking through as an NBA player. We all knew his talent. I I came to Los Angeles late 1998. They had just started the season. The 98-99 NBA season was just getting going. And really, Kobe was... You know, the first couple of seasons with the Lakers was still finding himself as an NBA player. He he was going to be a superstar from day one. Everybody knew it, really, when you saw him for the first time. But he, he still had some polishing and refining, obviously, and getting better to do. And he did. And I kind of grew up in L.A. with my career as he was getting going. And then he just obviously was a legend and a superstar. And there was going to be no stopping Kobe Bryant on the court. And one of the things that sticks out with me, though, is I got a chance to really cover the team in earnest for uh, 710 ESPN over a number of years in kind of the early 2000s, early to mid-2000s. And what really stuck out with me is he made it easier for me, honestly, to be a soccer I was a diehard soccer fan coming to L.A., obviously, long before I got here. And I'll be perfectly square with you, in the English-speaking media, and I've talked a little bit about it, it wasn't easy to be a soccer fan in the English-speaking media at the time. Not only did people just not care about it, they kind of mocked you for it. Well, a lot of it was playful, but some of it wasn't. And honestly, Kobe Bryant, being a fan and being outspoken about his love for soccer, made a difference. It did. It, it, it can't help but make a difference when a superstar in one sport like that honestly declares his love for a game like soccer, which it was still really had yet to really break through by any means. It made a difference, and it made a difference to me. It stuck with me. 
I remember when the, the Galaxy made the huge move, the biggest move in the history of MLS, and it always will be, other than the actual formation of the league. When they signed David Beckham, Kobe Bryant asked me about it. He was excited about it. And it makes sense. A legend like that, who sees a, a sporting legend like David Beckham coming into his city in a different sport and in a game he loves, it made a difference to me, and it really impacted me. He asked me about that. We would talk about that. And, of course, he loved the game. As you heard, he, AC Milan fan. But he knew a lot about the beautiful game. And in a lot of ways, it just goes to show, I mean, you know, we have to remember athletes, of course, Kobe Bryant, at times, and especially when he was in his, was consumed by basketball, right? Of course, he lived, slept, ate, and breathed it to get to be where he was all along the way from well before high school. But, you know, they're more well-rounded than that. Even the greats who have to dedicate themselves to being so much better than everybody else, frankly, no matter what your talent is, you still have to work and work and work like a dog at it. And he did. He worked himself, you know, night in and night out into a lather over the game because he just wanted to be great. And, and he did. And he was. But it just goes to show you they were more well-rounded than that. And he was. He was really... It just really made me appreciate his upbringing in Italy and loving the beautiful game there. Obviously, his dad had played over in Italy. We all know that story. But it stuck with me how much he loved the beautiful game. And he's made an impact on a lot of soccer players and a lot of people around our game. We saw that. We saw it with AC Milan and, and the tributes all over the world. with Barcelona. Not just you know one club or just in Italy. Let's hear from uh, some soccer, uh, some players, the current players, some men. We've got some sound we want to get to. The first is local here with, uh, you know, the now the leading scorer in any one season in MLS. Obviously, uh, LAFC's Carlos Vela here talking about the legend that was Kobe Bryant. The way he played, the ambition he showed every, every time he come to the course and the mentality, you know. He want to win every time. He do the best every second he spend in, in the sport. And I think it's something like every sport guy can try to learn and try to put an effort in every second like we play. Was there parts of your own game that, again, even though he played basketball, you could watch him and, and take it into your game? Oh, it's difficult to say. Like I take something for, from him, but of course it's like inspiration for all the all the players because he was a big legend and for us we are trying to to get something to our fans to our teammates so the way he did was incredible and I hope I can get something from them and try to show like in, in my way of, of play. You said this is Los Angeles is your home now um, so obviously you're feeling this the way the rest of the people are. What what is it about Los Angeles that I mean obviously he, he was a Laker but he just seemed to it seems to mean so much more to people in Los Angeles. Yeah, I can feel it because you see in every corner people crying or really sad because he was a more than a, a sport guy. I think he touched the heart of a lot of people so it's a big impact for, for all of them and I hope we can come back soon and 
bring the, the best for his family, and I hope he is resting in peace. Carlos Vela, diehard NBA and basketball fan, talking about Kobe Bryant with Vince LaRosa from LAFC.com. We appreciate LAFC Vince, a good friend here of Soccer Weekly and uh, the audio courtesy of LAFC. Speaking of LAFC, defender Walker Zimmerman with the U.S. men's national team talking about Kobe Bryant and how he heard about the tragedy. It, it was a shock. It, um, Aaron came up to me, Aaron Long, and was like, hey, I like bad news. Um, Kobe just passed away. Like, no, stop. You, you know, you can't be serious. It's just one of those moments where, you know, you, you kind of get goosebumps, you get chills just thinking of, uh, no, that, that can't be serious. And it kind of, again, puts things in perspective of, man, there's so much more outside of our sport, uh, outside of sports in general, that matters. And to hear that news, um, heartbroken, obviously, for him, for his family, for the community, the kids that grew up idolizing him. Um, I'm a huge sports fan. I uh, love basketball. He's obviously one of the greatest of all time. And, and to just have everything uh, go just like that is, is again, heartbreaking. Um, thoughts and prayers out to, to him and his family and everyone who's connected to his uh, inner circle. Um, and certainly, I mean, he's an inspiration. I'll leave it at, at that. Is, is he's inspired me. He's inspired thousands, millions, hundreds of millions of people um, through his game, through his mentality as a competitor. And, you know, we've all grown up hearing stories of, of Kobe in the gym at, at 3 in the morning. And just hearing that story has inspired me to, okay, I'm going to work out, at, you know, when it's dark outside and no one else is working. Like that's, that's what Kobe did, and look at what he did. You know, that's what I want to do. And so, again, inspiration for me, for millions of other people and um, thoughts and prayers go out to everyone that's connected with him. LAFC defender Walker Zimmerman, that sound courtesy of the U.S. Men's National Team Instagram account where that was put up and uh, we appreciate being able to use that and hearing Walker talk about as you know, as a young guy coming up and what Kobe Bryant meant to him and so many others. We are talking about the legend Kobe Bryant here on the home of the Lakers as a true soccer fan. This is Soccer Weekly a special edition discussing Kobe Bryant and the legacy there here on 710 ESPN. Soccer Weekly continues to celebrate the life of Kobe Bryant. I was on vacation in Barcelona and, you know, they were practicing. I was very fortunate to go down to the practice and watch them practice at the time. Right car was coach and I, and I grew up watching him, you know, because I was a big AC Milan fan. Kobe will always remain in our hearts as a Laker legend who made basketball history. And the Lakers are going to win on Kobe's last night. He's going to score 60. As a husband and father who put his family first. Yeah, so Gianna plays soccer as well. She actually started playing soccer before she started playing basketball. She started playing soccer like around seven years old, eight years old. And as fan of the world's game, football. Let's continue to celebrate Kobe on 710 ESPN Soccer Weekly. Here's Dave Denholm. Indeed, we are celebrating the uh, life of a soccer fan, a true soccer fan, legend Kobe Bryant here on 710 ESPN. I am Dave Denholm. This is Soccer Weekly, a special edition. And uh, I had the honor and privilege in my career here in Los Angeles for a couple of decades. I've covered two legends named Kobe, and one of them is joining us now to talk about the other one, and that is uh, Kobe Jones. Of course, former Galaxy great U.S. men's national team. Kobe, I really appreciate you taking the time. Just first things first, I know it's difficult, obviously, but can you just put into words your thoughts about Kobe Bryant, the legend, and what you 
you know know and remember of him? Uh, well, uh, of course, and, and thanks for having me, Dave. Um, as far as Kobe Bryant, just remembering his his legacy. I mean, for me, that was even though I was involved in soccer, it was here in Los Angeles. So it was part of those glory years of you know of the Lakers, and he was a huge, a massive part of that. So to be here during that that time frame kind of represents, I think, why you see all the morning with so many different people is what he represented, especially to LA fans over the years. You know, the 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 highs and the lows, but so many more highs than anything else. And he brought joy and excitement and entertainment to so many people for so long. And where you start to think that he's just part of the norm, just part of the LA scene. So when that um, unfortunate accident occurred and we see the passing of him and the others on the flight, it, it just hits hard. You know, I think with everybody, you know, just knowing that he's not around anymore. Yeah. We are talking with Angelino and the Southern California native, of course, former great for UCLA, the Galaxy and U.S. men's national team, Kobe Jones, as we remember soccer fan Kobe Bryant. Kobe, I was talking a little bit about this in the first segment. You know, obviously you were there from day one in MLS. You got a chance to, you know, you started your career elsewhere, but then you got a chance to come back with the Galaxy, your, your hometown, and really build the league. You helped build MLS to what it is today, and I don't say that lightly. But how important was it? Because you remember back when I, when we were around in the late '90s, when this thing first started, how important was it to have superstar, a superstar, truly a true superstar like Kobe Bryant, know and let everybody know that he loved soccer? I think that was massive. I mean, when we talk about this game that we love, we talk about soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. Here in the United States, it's a a slow growth that is relatively recent. So we're in the baby stages of it. But there's moments. There's moments that have, you know, know, major impacts where you have the exponential growth of the sport, and that's like the World Cups and stuff like that. But there's also the moments, maybe a little bit underneath that, where it just brings more notice to the average person that may fall in love with the sport. And those are some of the times, like when a Kobe Bryant – you know, talks about the fact that he loves soccer, that he grew up playing the sport, that he enjoys yeah. the sport now to this day. And not only does he not, not just enjoy it, he could tell you players at AC Milan on different teams here in MLS and let people know they go, yeah, I know such and such, such and such, such and such. That's important because that, the power that he had just in his voice and then he starts talking about that, that sparks interest. So then you have that interest shown there, then all of a sudden the others become more interested. So to have those moments and have people like Kobe Bryant step up and say that, I think those are those um, little spikes you know, throughout the history yeah. of MLS in the U.S. that are important to see. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that's a, absolutely a great point because you know when you're trying to build something like that, it's just the instant credibility of a sports fan to say, oh, well, you know, if Kobe Bryant likes it. And, then, you know, that we, we think yeah. almost take that for granted in Los Angeles on a lot of levels, Kobe. I'm almost talking nationally more so because, you know, L.A., such a fantastic soccer town. But even nationally, when, you know, some kid hears that back in Michigan or Ohio where I'm from or what, you know, it does make oh, a yeah. difference. There's no doubt about it. And, and you know that yeah, kind of stuff firsthand because, yeah, you were building this league from day one. You were helping, you know, obviously – you know, establish this league. What was it like, you know, Kobe being a star in LA, you know, and obviously you saw Kobe Bryant being the Lakers, you know, obviously the Lakers were 
winning championships and all that. You guys were winning championships with the Galaxy along. What's it like to be that, to, to be a star? I'm not trying to compare. I understand that, you know, Kobe Bryant, I get that. But what's it like when you're having such success in a city like this and, and to be that kind of a sports celebrity? No, there's nothing, there's nothing like it. You, you know, LA is its own world, right? You know, so if you are successful here and you're a sports star here, there's some things that just, you know, don't compare, you know, and I can remember during that time of, of going and sitting floor at the Lakers games and having, being in the front row and just seeing the excitement on everyone's faces and being part of that. You know, on the flip side, I remember from the soccer side, you know, being at the Rose Bowl. And then, you know, later on, it was the Home Depot Center, you know, a variety of different things where we're selling out crowds and winning championships. Those are the things that are important, you know, to LA fans. You know, we, we love winners. We love uh, having a team that we can cheer for and that is actually going out there maybe with a little swagger and winning, you know, that, that's important. And that's yep. what was going on with the Lakers at that time. That was going on with the Galaxy, you know, at time and a variety of different sports teams, you know, throughout Los Angeles. We are talking to uh, international and uh, L.A. Galaxy great Kobe Jones here as we remember true soccer fan, the legend Kobe Bryant here on Soccer Weekly. Kobe, I, I playfully said it in the intro there a little bit. But it's something I think is really pretty cool. What, what is it like to share a name with the? I know it's spelled differently <laughs> and everything else, but it's pretty cool that in L.A. at the time, you guys are winning championships, like you said, and we got two Kobe's. Yeah, it's funny that that you say that. I even had you know you know even more so now at this uh, difficult time that people are saying about you, you know the name and how you know it's similar. You know, but at the yeah. in the nineties. You know, during that time when it was all coming about, I, I heard many a times the two Kobe's. Oh, have you ever met the other Kobe? You know, all that stuff. And, you know, it's funny. It, it it was one of those things for a long time of saying, no, I haven't. No, I haven't. And then I eventually met him, you know, at some event in Hollywood. You know, and it, it was it was great where we kind of joked around about, oh, you're the Kobe. You know, you're the other Kobe. You know, that type of thing. But it's, uh, it, it's, it, it's surreal, you know, now cause when you just hear mm – -hmm the name so much right now and what's attached to it at this point at this time in our lives yeah. it's difficult you know it's a it's a difficult time i think for everybody yeah yeah no doubt about it uh, we're talking with uh, angelino in southern california native kobe jones here as we remember kobe bryant the soccer fan kobe what do what do great athletes obviously in other in different sports what do you take when you watched a guy like Kobe Bryant do what he did, what do you what do you take from it as an athlete yourself? Well, as an athlete, you, you say, looking at him when he was playing, excellence. You know, I mean, yeah. he was pushing the envelope at that time to another level. You know, that's what I think everyone that I knew would talk about as an athlete, just going, this guy's at the pinnacle. He's elite, mm -hmm. and he's not resting on the laurels of what he's accomplished, that he's continuing to push that envelope of himself. And that's the funny thing I think people have to realize. When you're at that level, you, you aren't putting yourself up against somebody else. You have to push yourself yeah. because you are the mark that everyone's reaching for. And, and that's difficult to do because you have to self-motivate every single day you know, to try to be a little bit better every single practice, to go out and work just as hard as you did before. You know, and that, that's something uh, that people have to really think about, that he was only competing with himself at that high point in his career, 
and he continued to push it to other levels because I think everybody was surprised every single game with some of the things that he was able to do. Amen. We really appreciate you taking the time. Kobe Jones, former UCLA Galaxy and U.S. Men's National Team, great. And uh, we always appreciate uh, talking with you, Kobe. But thanks for sharing some stories and some thoughts on the greatness of Kobe Bryant. Really appreciate you taking the time, buddy. You're welcome, Dave. Thanks for having me on. Kobe Jones, former UCLA, L.A. Galaxy, and, of course, with the men's national team. He was a, a great player in the world of football here in Southern California, and we appreciate him talking about the legend that is soccer fan Kobe Bryant. This special continues. We're going to be talking with the ESPN's Hercules Gomez, who got a chance to spend some time with Kobe Bryant recently. And uh, coming up a little bit later, Stephen Betashore will be joining us, MLS champion as well, and a diehard Laker fan because of Kobe Bryant. All of that and so much more. We're remembering the legacy of the legend who is a true soccer diehard, Kobe Bryant, here on the home of the Lakers, Soccer Weekly, 710 ESPN. The passing of Kobe Bryant resonates well beyond the sport of basketball. The soccer world remembers Kobe as his roots ran deep in the beautiful game of soccer. I started my own soccer club called Mamba FC, and the coach that we have is so amazing. He teaches kids in a very patient way, and he teaches them to find beauty in the process of getting better. Growing up in Italy, Kobe fell in love with soccer and applied what he could to the game of basketball. So you will think about playing soccer? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, but then you know, I, I wound up being you know six foot three, and I mean, I had more talent playing basketball than I did playing soccer. You know? Seven Ten ESPN and Soccer Weekly will always remember the Mamba. Here's Dave Denholm. As we remember the soccer fan and true legend of sport in America, Kobe Bryant, here on Seven Ten ESPN. I am Dave Denholm. This is Soccer Weekly, and we are. Happy and proud to be joined by uh, ESPN's Hercules Gomez, a friend of the show. Herc, thanks so much for taking the time. When and how did you hear about this tragedy involving Kobe Bryant, Herc? Uh, Dave, first, thanks for having me. Um, I'm here in Miami uh, covering the Super Bowl for ESPN Deportes, and uh, I was Mm -hmm. going towards my connection from LAX to Charlotte, and I'm mid-flight when I turn my internet on, and I start seeing the news, as many of you guys you know, the same thing you guys uh, all saw. The rumors going around that uh, it may be Kobe Bryant's helicopter that had crashed in Calabasas and all these different rumors about who exactly was on board and just in shock. You know, just, it, I didn't really know how to feel, like emotionally paralyzed. Yeah. Because even though I didn't really know Kobe personally, I'd, I'd only met him once. This is an L.A. legend. This is a guy that I idolized growing up, as many in my generation did. Um and in, immediately, you know, once everything kind of sets in and you realize who was on board with them, the circumstances, you start thinking if, if, if a person of his stature had it all and you almost feel as bulletproof, you know, if, if this happened to him, you, know, you think about your own mortality, you think about your family, you think about things like that and yep. this immediate sadness, you know, for his family and his wife and the family he leaves behind. Um, he was a true, you know, legend in his sport and one of these transcendent figures i mean i had the opportunity to interview kobe actually two weeks ago and very briefly we talked about soccer and i'm ready for the interview you know getting ready to mic him up and everything and a little chit chat and i asked him do you like soccer he goes yeah i love it and he goes how about you i used to play and he goes where told him where i played you know nash team he immediately started asking me questions about league on he immediately started asking me questions about the world cup 
Uh, he he yeah. was just so humble, so just down to earth. It just amazed me. And, you know, for this to happen, it, it's, it's really a huge blow. Well, Herc, I mean, that is an amazing story. I, honestly, I felt exactly the same way when I found out. I appreciate you saying all that because I did have those same kind of emotions or lack of emotions for a little while after being around Kobe Bryant for his career and covering him. It's interesting. I mean, you're one of the last, you know, members of the media, so to speak, to talk to him at that event. That was at the bank, right, for the uh, body armor? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, you're, I, was... mean, I mean, that's got to that's gonna stick with you forever, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I spoke to my wife. She's like, you know, your interview, I mean, it was just two minutes, to be honest. She's like, that could have been one of his last interviews. And, you know, yeah. that, you never think uh, that somebody would end up, dying so young and this is a, a guy who i always idolized and then to think i had the the privilege and honor of meeting him before before he passed and as as irrelevant as those two minutes may have been you know beforehand now it's just like wow i was very fortunate to kind of be in his presence and kind of you know get a little out of that and you know yeah. it, my heart goes out to his family and um his daughters and what he left behind and you just see the immediate reception the response from the people in Los Angeles, not only Los Angeles, I'm here in Miami in the first few days in the Super Bowl experience. I mean, it may be the Super Bowl and Super Bowl week, but the conversation was Kobe. You know, the jerseys yeah. that you see around Miami, the conversation between media, the conversation between people, it was, it's all on Kobe. And it, I think there are a few public figures, like a few people in, in our lifetime that transcend, you know, what they do, transcend their sport, and he was one of them. Yeah, absolutely right. We're talking with Hercules Gomez, of course, of ESPN. He's at the Super Bowl, as he mentioned, covering it for ESPN Deportes. And, Herc, let me ask you this. You're a Southern California native. You're an Angelino, West Coast guy. I mean, what do you remember most coming up? Obviously, you you played at the high levels that you did, the U.S. men's national team and the Liga Mekis, as you mentioned, and MLS and a star. What do you remember of Kobe and the greatness on the court for Kobe Bryant and the Lakers? Uh, his mentality, the mom of mentality. I don't think you've ever seen a more fierce competitor. And, uh, I think with me, it's regret. Not, let me put it into context. I, uh, I, I remember, I remember um, 2005, we won the U.S. Open Cup when I was at the Galaxy. And Tim Laiwiki, who was the team president at that time, who was instrumental in bringing yeah. David Beckham to the Galaxy, remember him telling, uh, telling us right after we won Open Cup that, that uh, if we win MLS Cup, they're going to get a season tickets to the Lakers. And, you know, we're like, season tickets, a suite for you guys, the whole team, season tickets, next season. All right, we win MLS Cup. We, in Dallas, beat uh, the revolution on the Ponder Ramirez goal. So the next year, uh, you know, I'm still not making great money, but I get to, I get to go to every single, you know, home Laker game. <laughs> and, and it turns oh, out that the one, game, the one game I didn't go to, the one game that I was like, ah, I don't feel like it today, you know, it's my day off, mm-hmm. I'd rather rest. They're playing against Toronto. Uh, no, I'm not going to go. The oh. one game I don't go to. Do you know what game that was? I was there, 81. Dropped 81 points, 81. and I'll never forgive myself for that. That was, that was Kobe, yeah. the, the ability to be great at any given time. He probably knew you didn't go that game, Herc, and just wanted to stick it to you. You know, that's just the kind of competitor he was. Uh, and speaking of competitors, we love him and we appreciate you taking the time. Hercules Gomez, he's busy at the Super Bowl. Check out his coverage on ESPN Deportes of the Super Bowl in Miami. Herc, thanks so much for uh, sharing your thoughts and also, again, one of the last, um, you know, maybe interactions with a journalist that Kobe had 
was with you just a couple of weeks ago at the bank. Thanks so much, Hercules. We appreciate it, buddy. I appreciate you guys. Take care. You bet. Hercules Gomez, uh, former MLS great and uh, played in Liga Mekis, of course. And you know him and you love him here. Covering the beautiful game for ESPN as well. And just, uh, yeah, just amazing story there about not going to the Toronto game and how much he's going to regret that just because of the history. And that's just who Kobe Bryant was. You just never, never knew because he could do anything at any time on the basketball court. And it's always fun you know, something that Herc brought up, I want to elaborate on a little bit. How he mentioned that, oh, you're a soccer fan. Okay, you know, trying to get to know Hercules a little bit. And then to start to ask questions. And that's something I remember of Kobe Bryant as a soccer fan, too. When he knew that I was a soccer fan, when I was covering him. He would. He would ask you about stuff. Because, and he, you know what? He didn't big time you that way. Like, I'll be perfectly honest. Like a lot of athletes do. i got to be honest. Not all, certainly. And not any anybody, even at the greatness of Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was great. We know that. And yet, he didn't big-time you about that stuff. If he didn't know as much about soccer, maybe, as someone, he asked questions and got to know more, even though he was a die-hard fan and knew plenty. And that's just very interesting, hearing that from Hercules Gomez. We appreciate Herc. Still more to come. We're going to be talking with Stephen Betashore, MLS uh, champion as well, and his thoughts, because he was a massive Lakers fan because of Kobe Bryant. And we are remembering Kobe Bryant, the soccer fan and legend here on Soccer Weekly. Dave Denholm, 710 ESPN. Remembering Kobe on 710 ESPN Soccer Weekly. I can't believe how fast 20 years went by. Man, this is crazy. The football family around the globe unite to celebrate the life of a legend and fan of the beautiful game, Kobe Bryant. If you watch uh, the sport, if you watch soccer play, the movement, they all behave in triangles. So it's always one, two, three. And uh, if you grew up playing basketball your entire life and only basketball, you'll see the game in twos. A special edition of Soccer Weekly continues to honor the Mamba. Here is Dave Denholm. We continue our chat about the great Kobe Bryant here in Los Angeles and a true soccer fan as he was. And joining me now is an MLS legend, a champion in his own right, uh, the great Stephen Betashore, a friend of the show. Beta, obviously difficult times here. I know Kobe Bryant meant a lot to you. Can you put it into words, though, how big of a fan you were of Kobe? Oh, man. Uh, growing up, Kobe was my biggest idol. Uh, it's just, it's, it's crazy to think that he's not there uh, anymore, motivating and inspiring, not just myself, uh, other athletes, younger athletes, older athletes. Um, but just growing up playing soccer, I knew how much he loved soccer, but I followed his whole career. Uh, you know, that's, that's why I'm a Lakers fan. It's because of him. It's, it's like, I'm a, I'm a Kobe fan and, and I just, everything he does, I just, I want to be, obviously I'll never be as, as good as Kobe, but, um, everything that he did, he just, he worked so hard. And he sacrificed so much. And I like to think a lot of my work ethic that people talk about um, comes a lot from, from the way Kobe carried himself. And it's, it's truly sad. Every time I watch one of the shows, uh, you know, watching ESPN 60, his, his final game um, the other day, and you get so sad watching it because you know that's the last time he'll play. But now with what went on, it'll be the last time you'll see him, which is really sad. It was a magical night for sure and a magical career, magical player. 
I do want to harken back on something you just said, Beta, because I think it's a, it is kind of a theme in a lot of ways, what I've been really thinking about. You know, obviously you're a young man, but when you were coming up, to be perfectly honest, I was uh, following soccer for a long time, talking about it on the air. People didn't, they, they disrespected us. It wasn't that they tolerated it. They disrespected us, and Kobe Bryant kind of changed that in a lot of ways for not only me, but for a lot of people because we needed a superstar like that at the time to come out and say, oh, yeah, not only do I you know appreciate the game, I love the game and uh, grew up around it myself. That made a difference, and it seems like it made a difference for you. Yeah, yeah, it really did. And just getting respect from other people because you have a superstar like that, just talking about his, yep. his love for football and, uh, you know, grew up in Italy and, you know, obviously football is the number one sport there. And, um, and every time you see at halftime or like, you know, timeouts or something, you just see him start juggling the ball. It always put a smile on my face, just like, uh, you know, that's his true love. Obviously he was gifted, uh, beyond measures at basketball, but, uh, you can always tell that, that football was his first love. And, uh, I really appreciate that about him. You mentioned the dedication and how it affected you. And uh, obviously I've seen your work ethic. No question about that. Uh, talk a little bit about that as, as a, as a young player. When you realize, look, I've got the skills here, maybe that I could take this a certain distance here, you know, like you, you kind of realize that you are good enough. What about that work ethic though? That's really the difference between being good and good, you know, and great. Yeah. I mean, Kobe's work ethic is uh, probably the greatest work ethic I've seen in an athlete. Um, and that's what inspired me. Uh, just, it's funny, growing up, Little Wayne's uh, song, Kobe, I would listen to that, I'm not even kidding, like every day. It would be like my workout um, <laughs> playlist. So just, just listening to just what other people said about him and listening to what he's done on the court and uh, how he's always at the gym, working hard. You know, obviously he takes care of his body, eats healthy, but you hear a lot of that stuff about, you know, Ronaldo for us. But for me, growing up, it was always Kobe, you know, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. And, um, yeah, it's just everything he did, his work ethic. Uh, no no one outworked him. These young guns will come in, and they think they're they're putting in work, and then Kobe's over here doing a double session or a triple session, and, uh, he just couldn't let people pass him up because the, the second that you kind of stayed still, you knew you were actually going backwards. So he's always improving. We are talking with Stephen Badishore, who's been on some really great teams. Obviously, you've been a champion. You've been on some fantastic teams, best teams in the league a number of times now in your career. With What is it, three supporters shield for you? When you see a superstar who, obviously, superstars work hard to get there. There's no doubt. But when they're the hardest worker on a team beta what does that do for for a team and for an organization oh man it it lifts everybody i mean those are the type of people that you want to be around um yeah. you know they they don't necessarily have to say anything but they can inspire and motivate just by their actions by what they're doing uh, you know that's that's a legend right that's a living legend and you see him working his tail off you're automatically just going to work harder you're going to you know do more film you're going to eat healthier you're going to you know do everything a little bit better just because of you know his uh, his stature and and you know how he presents himself and you know yeah. and and beyond that 
I hear he's a great person. I unfortunately never had the pleasure of meeting him in person, but I hear he's a great person and he, you can have genuine conversations with him. And, um, and that's the fascinating part to, to hear now about people's stories that, you know, that one time they met him. Well, as a diehard Laker fan, you mentioned the final game of Kobe's career where you had the 60. What else will stick oh. out with you most of all, Beta, about Kobe Bryant? It's it's funny because watching that game back, uh, you know, my, my wife's not a huge huge basketball fan, so she hasn't watched many or sat down with me. But this this game, she decided to sit down, uh, you know, with me, and we're watching the game. And, and it's classic Kobe. He throws up a ton of shots, and there's shots where sometimes they go in, sometimes they don't. And you're like, why would you shoot that? And he's going into the final two minutes of the fourth with 47 points, and you're like, you're kind of frustrated because he just threw one off the, the side of the backboard. But then <laughs> he just has that brilliance, that that special moment, and it happens every game where mm-hmm. he puts up 13 points in the final, like, two minutes. You know, the the, the three in front of the, the Jazz's bench. I got goosebumps watching it again on replay. Yeah. And, you know, yep. that's, that's what I really loved about him. And, uh, you know, I know it doesn't just come on the weekends or game time for for him because obviously they play multiple games a week where he put in the work he's done that exact dribble step back shot millions of times at training where no one sees where the cameras aren't on him and uh and affected his craft and he gets to do it in front of thousands obviously millions of people watching um and so i i really enjoyed watching that game back and again it's it's so sad because i knew that was his last game i wouldn't be able to watch him play again but I always had the hope of meeting him, the dream of getting to meet him. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, uh, that will never happen now. Well, we do appreciate you taking the time and sharing some uh, really some great thoughts about what Kobe Bryant meant to you. He's an MLS champion. He's one of the best in the league history. Stephen Betashore, we just want to have him on because he's a Laker fan because of the greatness of Kobe Bryant. Beta, thanks for taking the time, buddy. Best of luck to you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, hope you guys are doing well. And, uh, yeah, um, I also want to wish uh, the best to all the families. My condolences to all the families as well, uh, Vanessa and the kids. And, you know, uh, you know, you don't want to forget about everybody involved. So definitely my condolences to everyone's family. Well, appreciate that. Stephen Betashore, who joined us here to talk about the greatness of Kobe Bryant, and we really appreciate his thoughts on uh, watching that game again, as uh, obviously so many people did as we uh, – celebrated the 60 points in his final game really appreciate steven taking the time good luck to beta as well we continue on here as we really just talk about the life of kobe bryant as a soccer fan we all know kobe bryant the legend and what uh, the family man obviously just getting into retirement he was truly a fan of the beautiful game and that's why we wanted to share a lot of this here on soccer weekly tonight we continue on here dave denholm and you Remembering Kobe Bryant, the soccer fan, here on Soccer Weekly on 710 ESPN. Remembering Kobe on 710 ESPN Soccer Weekly. I can't believe how fast 20 years went by. Man. This is crazy. The football family around the globe unite to celebrate the life of a legend. And fan of the beautiful game, Kobe Bryant. If you watch uh, the sport, if you watch soccer play, the movement, they all behave in triangles. So it's always one, two, three. And uh, if you grew up playing basketball your entire life and only basketball, you'll see the game in twos. 
a special edition of Soccer Weekly continues to honor the Mamba. Here is Dave Denholm. This is Soccer Weekly discussing the legend Kobe Bryant as a true soccer fan, which indeed he was. And as I mentioned earlier on the show, I truly appreciated that as a much younger man at the time as I covered the Lakers night in and night out and got a chance occasionally to talk the beautiful game with Kobe Bryant, who was indeed a fan of our sport. And uh, just wanted to share a little bit more on that. Of course, Kobe Bryant touched a lot of people's lives on and off the court in terms of way more than basketball, right? And, of course, we're talking about him being a soccer fan. So many soccer players that were growing up watching him dominate night in and night out in the NBA and great players in their own right who obviously look up to him. One of them, and it's pretty cool because Kobe was a, a diehard supporter of women's sports, as we know, obviously, with you know his daughter and playing sports and growing up that way and seeing them courtside and everything else we all know and Kobe was a, a, a real supporter of it want to hear from U.S. women's national team great Carly Lloyd on Kobe Bryant here Kobe Bryant you know um, obviously you know terrible news there but he's always somebody that that I uh, wanted to embody I mean he had the talent but he um, went to work every single day and outworked everybody. And uh, his mama mentality is, is something that I strive to, to live for every single day. And um, he was somebody that I, I looked up to as well. One of the greatest to ever play the game, Carly Lloyd, talking about one of the greatest to ever play the game, of course, Kobe Bryant. I want to bring in producer of this show, producer of LAFC and the host of Stoppage Time, though we're not doing Stoppage Time this week. I want to bring in Mario Reyes. Mario. Obviously, a fan of the Lakers. All these. What are you going to remember about Kobe Bryant? You know, Dave. A lot of people talk about that Mamba mentality, and you know, I, I, uh, I, I take that as well. I, his inspiration, his motivation, uh, inspired yeah. a lot of people. Um, but there's a hashtag that I use. That if you know me, you know, on Instagram or on social media, I use Mario System, and I've passed that down to to my son, uh, Geo yeah. System. And that came from the Kobe system. There was a commercial. Oh, wow. There was a commercial a while back with uh, with Kanye West and Kobe Bryant. And uh, Kobe Bryant was just demanding more and more and more out of Kanye. And Kanye was just saying, mm-hmm. "What more do you want from me? I'm delivering all kinds of hits. I'm the best producer." And Kanye and uh, Kobe is saying, "You know, he wants more." And at the end, is like the Kobe system. And that's that's something that I'm going to hold on to, you know, as my son wow. grows up and I'm going to teach him, hey, you know, this hashtag that you've been using your whole life, <laughs> your mom posts all these pictures of, of you and I on social media and it says hashtag geosystem. Well, that came from the Kobe system. And I'm going to break it down to Wow, him. I've seen that hashtag. Obviously, many times I've seen you use it. I did not know that. That's a great story, Mario. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that's where it came from. Yeah, and I applied that to uh, my I, life as you know, just working out and just trying to be yeah. the best that I can be, and that was just part of my personal Mario system. Well, appreciate that. And one thing that's going to stick out to me is a hashtag actually that's going around right now because of Kobe Bryant, and that's Girl Dad. And obviously, that hits home for me as I, uh, my wife and I had our first child, a little baby girl, a little over a year ago, and just. You know, obviously seeing all this and remembering Kobe Bryant as the father 
seeing him courtside with his daughter, Gianna, and obviously teaching her. That's going to stick with me. There's no doubt about that. And uh, honestly, we appreciate everybody who joined us to talk about this. It's a tough time, but we really appreciate Kobe Jones, Hercules Gomez, Stephen Betashore for joining us, and also some of the sound you heard throughout the show that Mario had put together. We want to courtesy where we got that. Nightfall Media, ESPN Brazil, AC Milan, LAFC, ESPN FC, the Twitter feed of CONCACAF, and the U.S. men's national team. Thanks so much to you for listening as we celebrate the uh, life of a true soccer fan, the great Kobe Bryant, here on the home of the Lakers. This is Soccer Weekly on 710 ESPN.